Carson, thanks for joining us. First of all, are you having fun yet? Oh yeah, I always, I always have fun out there. So, as a kid, this is, I'm sure, your dream, like many of us that played the game. Mm -hmm. Is it all that you thought it would be? And explain, it, please. It is. I mean, it's 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 all that I thought, and then and then more. You know, as a kid, I mean, it's you, it's just a dream, and then you, you every kind of step of the way, you're like, I'm I'm one step closer to that dream. And then in college, like I waited my turn, and then finally got to play, and I'm like, okay, this could be a reality. And then you know, second pick in the draft, and then all of a sudden it was a reality. And my favorite thing about it though is, I mean, I love the game, I love everything about the game, but the camaraderie you build, the teammates, the bonds that you share with guys, that was always my fear is that you saw it as a kid, and and people. Just just talked about it. it's a business it's their job you know they're just there to make their money and get on but in this locker room and the culture that we've had ever since i got here that's not necessarily the case obviously it is our job and we do make money but the way guys just come together the culture that we have the way guys you know grow bonds and, and relationships that I'll, I'll have the rest of my life it's definitely more than what i expected as a kid so now you're in year four think about carson coming out of college being drafted what would this carson tell that carson just coming out of school to help Carson to get to where he is? Um, I mean, I think this offseason, obviously, I took a, a big hard look at, you know, nutrition, sleep, and, and just how I, you know, my, my training in the offseason. And obviously, I went through two injuries, uh, you know, my, my second and third year that I would love to have told myself, find a way to avoid those. You know, that, I'd love to say that, but yeah. I don't think that would have mattered. You know, right. I don't think that would have made a difference. You know, that's part of the game, but I would just remind myself it's, it's a game. And I, that's, that's the kind of mindset I've had coming out, but it's sometimes easy to, to forget that and just remember, hey, this is still a game that, that you've loved since you were a kid. Right. Don't make it bigger than it needs to be. And right. that's the same mindset I've had, you know, ever since. Tell me a little bit about your growth. Now, when you go to the line of scrimmage now, as opposed to even a year ago, what you can see, recognize, and look at the matchups where you yeah. can take advantage of matchups. I mean, every year, you know, you just feel that much more comfortable within the offense. You know, fortunately, I've been with Coach ever since I got here, so it's been the same system, same offense, same terminology. And so you just every year take another step, and you're always going to make mistakes. You're always going to, you know, misread plays and, and screw up, but I feel like I'm just processing things a lot quicker and, you know, just being able to find completions when it's there instead of always having to force the shot. And I just feel like I'm seeing things uh, pretty clearly out there. As you grow as a quarterback now, guys along the way, they're going to have their hiccups. Take a guy like Nelson when he's down or having downtime or Dallas maybe not getting enough touches. How do you, as the leader, encourage those guys or, or pick those guys up? Yeah, I mean, it is what you just talked about. I mean, you just try and encourage them, pick them up, and let them know that you you believe in them, whether they're getting the ball or not, whether, you know, they're making plays or not. It, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to be out there making mistakes, so I'm going to be the first to own up and say, hey, I make mistakes, I screw up, but you can still count on me. And I'm going to tell them the same thing. Hey, they might make a mistake, but I still count on them. The ball's coming right back their way, and, you know, I have a ton of confidence in everybody in this offense. When we plug a guy out there, you know, I don't second-guess it, and I trust him. I don't see you screaming at a guy like Philip Rivers or or Tom Brady, but you do have your way of communicating with these guys and it's almost like coaching sometimes for you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it definitely can. And I think everyone kind of has their own, you know, leadership style. And, you know, even coaches have their own coaching style. You know, some guys are the, the yeller and screamer. Some guys, you know, just want to teach and coach. And, you know, it's, everyone's in between. And for me, uh, I never want to, you know, embarrass individuals or, or, you know, put guys on blast. I want to, you know, be able to talk personally with guys and, and try and, you know, lead by example with, with how I work and, and the right. things I do and how I prepare. And, you know, I think, again, everyone has their own kind of way of doing things. And that's just me being myself, you know, in that role. I've heard you many times say the word accountability. Is that what you're talking about? Or what do you mean when you're talking about 
accountability. I mean, it's just owning your mistakes. You know, when, when, you, when you mess up, uh, owning your mistakes, but then also when guys look at you and say, hey, you can trust me. You, know, you can trust me. I'm going to do my job, and then I'm going to hold them accountable to do their job and vice versa, you know? And that's ultimately what it is, is just owning your mistakes and just telling guys, hey, you can, you can trust me. You can believe in me. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. I talked to uh, Josh McCown a little bit about the relationship. Uh, from your perspective, what does he give you? Josh has been great. Um, you know, ever since we, we brought him in, uh, you know, I was giving him a hard time that he's he's seen every he's single old. offense in in the book. <laughs> that he's old. Um, that he's old. I always remind him he's old man. But it's been awesome working with him. You know, he's kind of like another coach. He gets the game from a player's perspective. He gets it. You know, from, and then game day. You know, he's another set of eyes, ears, talking through it, and just kind of giving me reminders throughout the game. And it's yeah. been it's been super helpful. And and even Nate. You know, just the same kind of approach with, with both those guys. They've been nothing but supportive and encouraging for me. We all see the game so similarly, so we're able to talk ball in a, in a different way, right. uh, much more educated way than a few years ago. So I, I just feel really confident in both those guys and working with them every day. Well, and it's not just throughout the week, because I see you guys on the sidelines sometimes when you're looking at the tablets, and I'm guessing you're discussing strategies then. Absolutely. You know, up here early in the morning, you know, working working together and, you know, in our little QB office and everything. But like you said, on Sundays, it's I mean, I can come off the field, I'll give high fives, hopefully we just score and all that, but it's right to the tablet, right to the bench, sit by Josh and Nate, and just talk through you know, what we're seeing, what the defense is doing to us, and see where uh, things we can take advantage of in the middle of the game. Now you're headed down to Dallas to see what they bring, and you're going down to Dallas to win a football game, as your coach said, and I love that he said that, by the way, but when you look at that defense, what do you have to be mostly concerned about? Um, you know, there's really not one thing that jumps out on tape with their defense in terms of position group. It's just a whole structured defense that, you know, they play so well, you know, and they play so well together. You know, they, they mix it up a little, but a lot of the times they're just going to do what they do um, and just say, come and beat us. And, you know, we have a ton of respect for their front, for their linebackers. You know, there's two young guys in the middle. They do a great job. Really good. Um, those guys are extremely talented. And then the secondary as well. So, you know, you just got to come out and execute at the end of the day and, and play fast. But, but like I said, I mean, we have a ton of respect for those guys and um, you know they, they do a good job playing playing fast. Have you been involved in a rivalry like this? Because I know you've only been here a few years, but you understand that this is a yeah. big rivalry for Philadelphia. Definitely a big rivalry. I mean, you have rivalries at, at every level. To me, that's one of the most beautiful things about sports and, yes. and football especially. I mean, crosstown rivals in high school. You know, I'll never forget playing in those games, playing for the Dakota marker in college, North Dakota State versus, you know, the, the hated Jackrabbits, uh, Dallas Goddard School, you know, playing South Dakota State. You know, you always have rivalries, and now at this level against the Cowboys. We cherish this as players, but I know that our fan base cherishes it even more and how much it means to them. And it's so good for sports to have those rivalries, and we enjoy it.